Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 19th of February 2022. And the title of this episode is Dragons of Stormwreck Isle is Surprise D&D. Sean Merrin is in the spotlight this month as voted for by patrons. And good news, Sean and I are chatting. There's a real chance that I will have a host of interesting things to blend into an RPG spotlight article this weekend. And speaking of this weekend, let me reveal a secret. I usually record this on Saturday and then release it on Saturday. That's life as an RPG and geek culture podcaster. Hmm? Well, it's Friday night right now. It's a stormy and dark night here on the Scottish coast. And I'm recording this around midnight. Hours early. Why? Well, unless the storm cancel things. I'm going to a gin tasting on Saturday night and you don't need perception magic to know that I'll be in no fit state to podcast after that. And so this is my solution. But before we leave this patron intro and get into Geek Native's weekly summary, let me offer a thank you. Thank you to all patrons and to listeners. And if you are a patron or you become one very soon, then there's a digital copy of the RPG of Cosmic Horror and red tape coming your way as a thank you. The game is party first. I did try not to have two D&D slash Wizards of the Coast podcast headlines in a row, but so much happened this week it was impossible to avoid. Firstly, an activist investor group, and that's anybody with opinions, ideas, and the willingness to be a pain about getting listened to, has Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast's in their sites. They're demanding that Hasbro spins off Wizards of the Coast into a separate company. Why? More shareholder value. Wizards will command a better purchase rate if sold separately or allowed to develop individually, claims AltaFox Capital. Now, AltaFox Capital only has a few percent of Hasbro, but that's millions of dollars and enough to nominate people for the board of directors. And they're playing that card. All of this happens as the old Wizards of the Coast boss becomes the new Hasbro boss. He's going to be busy. Also this week, pretty much the same day, Hasbro released a marketing video in which people spotted a previously unannounced D&D book. It's a starter set and an adventure called Dragon's Stormwreck Isle. I don't think it's an oversight in any traditional sense because Hasbro also released a press statement in which the book was mentioned and its $14.99 price point declared and it's due out this year. It's just slightly unusual for the news to come out in this way. Usually, Wizards of the Ghost try and steer the messaging. So let's put the buzz of a new D&D starter set aside What? No? Okay, I'm a marketing geek, so stick with me. All I wonder here is whether this is a symptom of a change of process within Hasbro. Perhaps there's been um, a streamlining of Marcom's teams within the company. But also, isn't this the very sort of thing that Alter Fox Capital might cite as an example of why Wizards of the Coast needs more independence, not less? I'm not going to claim that things were more straightforward in the TSR days, and it's well known that it was frantic, especially with legal action back then. 
but there have been many TSR re-releases through One Bookshelf and Watsi's digital scanning program this week. The most recent of which uh, I have written up is the return of the 1994 box set, the classic Dungeons and Dragons. The PDF clearly isn't an actual box, but it is a way to get to the contents. I did spot copies of the actual box on Noble Knight though, and for nearly $200. I guess that's the attraction of the PDF. You need the original cardboard. I mean, right? Sticking with the evolution of D&D for just a bit longer, the Afropunk 5e setting, the Wagadoo Chronicles, has been out in PDF and free for a while. But that's just the side gig though. Publisher, Twin Drum's main project is a 5e-powered MMO, and it's making progress. The publisher is looking for early stage testers, and there's a sign-up form if you're good at keeping secrets and interested. You'll find the link to that in the podcast transcript, which you'll find via the show notes. There are lots of alternatives to D&D and 5e. It feels like this week saw an especially large number of them being announced. For example, the game studio owned by Bloomsbury, Osprey, announced two more RPGs. One is Crescendo of Violence by Alan Barr. And this is a world of jazz and cybernetics of gangsters, corruption, clones and redemption. Another is Hard City, a noir, also published by Osprey. Hard City is due out this year and is written by Nathan Russell. It's a sandbox for gumshoes. I also looked at a relatively new RPG this week. Well, I wrote the review this week. I've been looking at the game and running a few Discord adventures with it a bit longer. I've been playing Red Giant, a horror anime from Rookie Jet. It's a horror in the sense that Vampire Hunter D and Berserker horrors are in-your-face, brutal, bleak, bloody and adult. Red Giant begins with a stern warning about only being suitable for 18+. Twist. It's not really much of a horror, not in the text, and instead it's a hex crawl, a framework that nudges you towards horror. You get the idea because you fill in the gory details yourself. I had some problems with it, but just small stuff. For example, having rules to wear people down when they have to keep watch, but having no concept of split shifts. What sort of party of four or more assigns the whole night to just one person? I've not played, and couldn't possibly have played, the newly announced Sherlock board game. Case Connection is the first from a new multi-game deal between the BBC and Lucky Duck. Five years after the last of the Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch TV series, Case Connection returns to their world. I'm really looking forward to it. One of the things I liked about the show was how gracefully modern technology was part of it. Artie Davis had text appear on the screen, and that feels simple now, but I'm sure it was the first time many people had seen it, and the use of hashtags too, joining stories together in a similar way as they join social media together. And it's technology which brings us to the last bit of the audio EXP highlight show before the section on competitions and bundles. Kickstarter has finally said something about their blockchain plans. I don't know how to describe their two months of silence. I really don't. Was it brave? Perhaps? Wise? Maybe? Foolish? The same argument applies. Uncoordinated? It's just hard to say. 
And what this said now is they won't do blockchain without testing it and approval from a new advisory group. They're also doubling down on their green creds and making sure that their new spin-off is a public benefit corporation. I guess it's worth reminding us that blockchains can be run well or poorly when it comes to environmental impact and that blockchains are related to but not the same as crypto and NFT. And NFTs are blocked on Kickstarter and the platform says they have no immediate plans to change that. There will be much debate about whether that is a robust enough position. The crowdfunding group is more explicit on cryptos saying that you will never have to use cryptos to start or back a project. But I guess that's just another way of saying your cash will always be good. Last week, we spoke about retailers in the RPG space saying no to NFTs. This week, a publisher who had previously said yes has backed out. That's to say, Chaosium has suspended their program. If you've bought stuff from the Vive deal before, then you still bought whatever you've bought, you know, a token saying a thing. But that said, Chaosium has acknowledged many fans hated it, reminded us that they were early movers and did do their due diligence, but are now reacting by scrapping plans to do any more. Okay, so the first bundle to look at comes from the British book and games publisher Rebellion, and I will speak about them in just a bit. For this bundle, though, We've got a curated collection from the Treasury of British Comics, Judge Dredd and related titles. The deal is called Masters of British Comics and the top tier has hundreds of dollars worth of value. Next, we slide over to the bundle of holding for two Hellfrost offers from Triple Ace Games. As the name implies, Hellfrost is a frozen fantasy setting. It uses a savage world and is one of the early hits for the system. And now, back to Rebellion. We don't have the backstory, but we do know that End Publishing won't be making or even selling any more Judge Dredd and the World of 2000 AD RPG. Rebellion had previously given them the license. So, uh, the Worlds of 2000 AD bundle, therefore, might be your last chance to get the games. Lastly, a competition from Geek Native for anyone in the UK. It's a chance to win some drink coasters with the artwork from the self-promote Saturday tweets. And on that note, let drop there, enjoy your own gin, and see you next week. <laughs>